Today on the Callahan Podcast, well, if you thought Chris Wallace was a uh, biased moderator, what do you hear about the guy who's doing the next debate, the next presidential debate next week, the C-SPAN guy? We'll tell you about his background. Also, I'll tell you why I'm really, really disappointed in all my guys at uh, Fox News, not happy with Tucker and Gutfeld and the whole bunch of them. Is there anything too personal to post on Instagram or on Facebook? Well, not to Christy Teigen, not to Chrissy Teigen. We'll tell you all about that. And we'll tell you why. We'll tell you why. We'll ask Turtle Boy why he's been banned. He's been suspended from uh, Twitter. The cancel culture is rearing its ugly head again. We'll get into all that with Turtle Boy on the Callahan podcast presented today, as always, by DCU, Digital Federal Credit Union. Do you love your car, but hate your car payment? No problem. Refinance your car today with DCU. And it could help lower your monthly payment, lower your interest rate, or both. Applying is easy, and their loan experts will help you find the loan term and the payment that fits into your budget. Get out of that high-rate loan and get the interest rate and the payment you deserve from DCU. Learn more and apply today at dcu.org slash refinance. Insured by NCUA. Membership required. Okay, Colony, let's go. This is the Jerry Callahan Podcast. All right, new rules, guys. We're going to have to lay down some rules here. Um, from now on, uh, we have to shower like at least once a week. You, Turtle Boy, have to wear, stop wearing the same shirt every time you're on here. I want you to do a little bit of interior design there in your uh, home office. And you too, um, Colony, you have to pay attention This and you have to uh, look good because uh, yesterday we set like all-time records. Um, yeah. I think it must have been you calling in, Turtle Boy. I'll give you credit. You called in. Uh, Michael Graham called in. Shattuck was the man in the second seat, and we eclipsed 50,000 views on Facebook. Now, uh, we, we don't exactly monetize that, well, although I got my show. No, it actually probably hurts us, but that's okay. It's yeah, it probably hurts us that we yeah, don't. We the, you know, there's 50,000 people watching. A lot of them maybe would be listening uh, to the podcast and, and listening to uh, our fine commercials, including including Dave's. Um, you're right there, bud. What the hell is that? What? What do you hear? A Biden moment? What? What do you? Hell? You know what? That that's Alexa. I somehow said something to get Alexa talking about a. Uh, a <laughs> what co- the hell is you know what Alexa just said? She said that that podcast you requested has controversial content. No, it did not. Yes, that's what she just said. I can't, I don't know how to trigger her again. She's upstairs. <laughs> I, I just said, did I say, I didn't even say the Callahan podcast. I haven't but. watched. I know a lot of people are talking about that new Netflix documentary. I'm going to watch that this weekend. The social, ex, what is it? Social experiment. Social like experiment, that. I believe, yes. I, I haven't watched that. But one time I tried to set up, actually for this podcast, I tried to set up like an Alexa skill where you say, hey, Alexa, play the Jerry Callahan podcast. And when you go in the back end of Alexa, it has a transcript of every fucking thing you have ever said with Alexa. Like in, It is in frightening. Form. It is in frightening. Form. Yeah. Uh, when you think of like, uh, you know, if you if you asked her to look for something and then, you know, a month later, you know, she finds it. I mean, maybe that's what just happened here. I don't know. It's it, Alexa gives me. Oh, I can't say that. She's going to start yelling at me again. Gives me the creeps a little bit. You know, it, it, when you think of it's, it's just like when, you know, I, I would go on, uh, you know, the New Balance site looking for running shoes. And for the next month, it's just popping up over and over again. No, check out these running shoes. I'm like, leave me alone. You're, you're, you're creeping me out. That stuff is uh, 
uncomfortable that the I, big, big I other stuff. I want to take credit. I'll take credit for it. So it was 25,000 views on Facebook. And then I asked that stupid Chris Wallace poll question, which was just deliberately designed to get people to just comment one quick thing. And it, and Facebook then just pushed it to more people. So it, 50% of that is completely on me. I, I, I got the, uh, I got the 50,000. All right. Well, then we need to come up with another Facebook question today. I think we should, uh, you know, how about this? Do you denounce, do you disavow the proud boys? This is very important. Yes, this is a major important. issue in society today. No one's ever met a proud boy. No one's ever seen a proud boy. There's never been a proud boy riot or proud boy looting. Every night we see Antifa and black lives matter burning the country down, but this is somehow the fault of the, uh, of the right wing and the, uh, and the white supremacists. Is this not, and I know I, I do this like once every two weeks. I say it's the worst example of media bias I've ever seen. I think they've taken it to the next level. Obviously, obviously there's an election in a little over a month and they are completely invested in one candidate over the other. But I think what we're seeing here, uh, and, and you're a good student of this turtle boy, as am I, of this incredible, um, I would even call it systemic uh, media bias. It's built in the system and it's, and it's, and it crosses over from, from um, the media into politics where they're almost colluding. I mean, I do believe Chris, Wall. I mean, call me a conspiracy nut. I do believe Chris Wallace colluded with the Biden campaign. I do believe he, he got emails. They, they talked. He said, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to bring up Charlottesville. I'm going to bring up the Proud Boys. Oh, uh, Biden brought up the Proud Boys, but I'm going to force him to denounce the right-wing violence, even though they know it's not a factor, even though the, the right-wing violence is virtually non-existent. They know the problem is Antifa and, and, and Black Lives Matter, but that's Biden's base. But I will tell you, there's different kinds of media bias. We know, you know media bias by omission, where they'll leave things out, leave out... Uh, whatever the good news is for Trump to leave out, uh, you know, the economy bouncing back. They will, obviously they will lie about, you know, coronavirus deaths and say they're, you know, guys who are a hundred years old and die with six different comorbidities were, were killed by Trump. They'll allow mm. that. But what we're seeing now is a whole different level of media bias where they um, literally uh, concoct a strategy, a, you know, a strategy. Here's how it's going to go. We're going to bring up, um, will you accept the results of the election? And e even though there'll be massive fraud and these mail-in ballots, will you accept it? And if Trump hesitates at all, page one the next day is Trump will not accept the, you know, Trump will never leave office. They know that's not true. They know he'll leave office, but they coordinate it and they make it seem like this huge story, like Trump is not going to leave office, even if he gets, it loses the election. They know that's fake news. They know that's exaggerated. Uh, you know, they know that's that's made up, but they go with it anyway because it it's 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 designed to hurt Trump, help Biden. I mean, that's the front page of the New York Times today, uh, you know, or, or yesterday, whatever that that he will not accept the results of the election. You're surprised? I mean, yes, I'm at the level. Yes, I mean, we've never seen it this bad. I'm. I shouldn't be. You're right. I am surprised that Chris Wallace, I thought, would have some. Uh, you know, Just professional imagine, like, dignity. Imagine the last three months you've been watching TV and everything that's been going on in the news and stuff like that, and you're watching American cities burn and the Antifa riot and all this stuff. And imagine just saying to yourself, the problem here is the Proud Boys, is white. See, see I think that, it, 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 and that to me is almost taking it too far because everybody knows it's not the problem. 
And it's a great example. If you hear someone today or yesterday, last night, you know, on CNN, if you hear one of these clowns, Jake Tappers, or if you read it in the, in the Boston Globe, you know, it's, it's that person is part of this campaign, is part of this effort to coordinate the Biden campaign with the media to force, uh, to, to, to contrive, to uh, fabricate this issue, which is, in this case, the Proud Boys or right-wing supremacy or white supremacy. They know that's not the story. They know that's not an issue. Just like ballot, you know, the ballot fraud. They know that is a story, but they will pretend it's not. It's just, they'll pretend mail-in voting is the same as absentee balloting, and they'll pretend that Trump's a dictator, a fascist, who's not going to leave office. And formerly respected news outlets, obviously, that wouldn't include the New York Times, but, you know, formerly uh, you know, a network news program or, or the Washington Post, would pretend that it's a real story. They will go along with it because they are so invested in one candidate over the other. I, I mean, I'm sure it's not being taught in you know school colleges because they're part of the part of the you effort. Know, you know I, but you know but I, your question, but your question's a good one. I shouldn't be surprised, but I am because I didn't think of, I don't think we've ever seen this level of just corruption in the mainstream media. Well, you know, I was uh, if I was a reporter, I mean, I would I would ask a question. You want to talk about election integrity? And I thought about this the other night. There's going to be, I'll bet you anything, there will be at least one state on election night, Jerry, that Trump wins. Ten days later, mail-in votes start coming in. Right. It's going to flip. And then what? That's what a reporter should ask. How will you feel if on election night you win Michigan or Pennsylvania, and then ten days later a flood of mail-in votes? Because they get to count them for like ten days. Right. We won't know who will win the election for a couple of weeks. How is that acceptable? How does that restore? See, and that's what makes it systemic. That's what makes it part of the system, because you'll have a judge who's a Biden supporter who will be just waiting for them to bring the case to him or her. And he will rule in Biden's favor. Then you will have, uh, you know, Gore versus Bush all over again. But a much to, to a much larger extent, you'll have people with the, the hanging chads every day. And the goal will be simple. It'll be find enough votes to flip the result. That's it. I mean, it'll be find enough votes and it'll be close. You know, Michigan, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, if Trump wins, you know, it'll be close. So it will be possible. This will not be, you know, California. It will not be lopsided. It will not be uh, Mississippi. It'll be close. And the goal of the work, the, the people in that state who are all Biden supporters will be find enough votes and and flip the result and it'll be easier than ever because of the mail-in balloting say oh look we found a whole bag of votes let's see who they voted for you're right it's gonna go i mean could it be 10 days 10 days of that is it that hard to just say if you're mailing it in it has to be in by this date or else well no because the whole goal and and here's the other thing is with you know this election fraud or election integrity, whatever. You, it's much like the domestic violence. I mean, domestic the domestic terrorism we're seeing from Antifa and Black Lives Matter, and and with the coronavirus, everything they all have all these stories, all these efforts, these these subplots have one goal, and it's to sow chaos and create this uh, perception that Trump has lost control of the country. That's what it's all about. And I think two nights ago, what we saw was a, a just further effort to do that. That was the goal of, of Wallace and Biden, Team Biden, with uh, 
with Chris Wallace, uh, you know, captain of Team Biden, was I mean, look at the look at the coverage today or yesterday, last night. It's all about Trump. How Trump ruined the the debate and Trump uh, created this chaos and this 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 embarrassment. I mean, you got Biden saying it was a national embarrassment what Trump did. <clears throat> quick rundown, a quick rundown. The interruptions were a bit much, Jerry. They were, but you know, they are both guilty. I mean, we know that they. I mean, one guy called the other guy a clown. He called him a liar. He called him a fool. He told him to shut up. He told him to stop yapping. One guy did that, not the other. And if you were to ask the average person to say, who did that? They say, oh, Trump did that. No, you no, know no. He told him to shut up? Yeah, he told him to shut up when he said, you have lost the left. I've seen the clip 10 I thought times. He told him to shut up when he was talking about the Supreme Court. Like when, when no. Trump was pressing Joe yes. to answer the question about this. Because that's a Talk about a question that matters. A, que- the, the, a again, question that does not matter is do you disavow white supremacy? That is a meaningless yes. virtue signaling question that he's answered a billion times before. A question that actually matters that the moderator should want to know the answer to is Biden. There's like a, a decent chance you'll be president of the United States. Are you going to add Supreme Court justices? And his answer was literally I, I'm not this top secret. I'm not telling you. It's, uh, it, no, it's more bizarre. And I hope Dave can find this and we can we could put this in because it's it's a question. Obviously, Wallace asked it once and then kind of let it go because his guy had a bizarre answer. He looks into the camera and starts saying, well, it's not about that. It's about you and you have to get out and vote. It's like a, a clarion call for people to get out and vote. That was his answer to, are you going to pack the court? Um, and Wallace didn't press him for an answer because, again, Wallace was on Team Biden. We know that now. Trump did, and he didn't do it rudely. He said, are you going to pack the court? And then when he says something, you know, some uh, convoluted answer, he says, you just lost the left. You just lost the left. That's what Trump said. And Biden said, shut up, man. Just shut up, man. Tell the filibuster or packing the court. Whatever position I take on that, that'll become the issue. The issue is the American people should speak. You should go out and vote. You're in voting now. Vote and let your senators know how you strongly you feel. Court? Let vote now. Are you pack the Make court? sure you, in fact, let people know you're a senator. I'm not going to answer the question Why because, you answer that because question? the you question is the question Supreme is the question is the radical left. Will you shut who is up, your, man? Who is now Trump is doing Wallace's job because Wallace didn't want to do it. But you are so right, and that is if you if you if there's one takeaway from this debate, this historic mess of a debate. It's that the Proud Boys don't matter. Packing the court does. And only one guy was forced to answer the question. You know, Trump was forced to answer a question, forced to do something he's done a thousand times. But again, this is part of the setup. This is part of this wide ranging uh, uh, plot. And you can call me a conspiracy theorist. I don't care. I don't have a lot of I, I don't I hate conspiracy theorists. I hate the whole you know, we didn't land on the moon crap or any of that stuff. It's all just there's degrees of conspiracy. Okay, this is okay. This is one conspiracy I believe in. The goal is when you're going in there to make it seem like Trump a won't accept the results of the election, and they did that because he 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 tells the truth. He says there's a lot of fraud. We'll have to wait and see. Boom. Oh, hear that? He won't accept the results of there. He's a fascist. He's a dictator. And then their friends in the media take the ball from there. But there's also this. Let's wrap, you know, Charlottesville around his neck again, 
You know, let's force him to disavow white supremacists again. But they, and they, if he does, if he does it inarticulately, which he did, Aiden, I'm not, I'm not defending that. His answer would, was clumsy and awkward and inarticulate. But he did disavow white supremacists again. Yeah. Nobody believes that he supports white supremacists. Nobody believes that. Nobody does. But you create this doubt, you, and you give them this opening, and they say. He didn't disavow. Well, yeah, actually he did. No, he didn't. He said, stand up or stand. What's he, he says? Stand in, stand down and stand by. It was the stand by that got him. But stand I'd by. like to point out the stand first thing back. he said. Stand back. And stand stand back, back and stand by. Yeah, better. The Which first is, thing he, he said was, um, sure. That was literally his answer. Sure. Yes. Sure. Like, Which means it, yes. It's a perfect answer in my opinion, because it's like, you're almost humoring. Like, yeah, sure. Of course. Obviously, like, you know what did they want a really solemn answer? Like, no. Oh dude, I hate white supremacy. Like you think you hate white supremacy. <laughs> I fucking hate it. I hate it so much. Like that's what they want. They want you to dance their stupid dance for them and go through their motions and make them the freaking puppet master. Like it's insulting that Trump has even asked that question. And Biden is not considering Biden's the one on record saying that if you don't vote for him, you ain't black. That doesn't come up for some reason. And Trump doesn't bring it up, of course. But uh, I mean, to me, that seems like a much more racist thing than anything Trump's ever said. It, and it's simple. There's one group that's terrorizing the country. That would be Antifa and Black Lives Matter. That's ruining lives. That's burning businesses. Again, Minneapolis, Kenosha are in ashes because of one group. And these two candidates were forced well, one was forced to disavow an extremist group, not even extremist. One was forced to, to, to uh, disavow this, this boogeyman, this non-existent movement of white supremacists that are terrorizing. They're not. But and he did again. He did it again. The other guy who wants that chaos, who has an interest, shall we say, in what Antifa and Black Lives Matter are doing, sowing chaos. So so. The real question should be, or the real demand should be to the other guy, to Biden. Can you right now disavow everything Antifa and Black Lives Matter are doing to our cities? Will you do that? And he wasn't forced to do it. He wasn't well, why, forced to how, do it. How about Chris Wallace asks him, uh, Joe Biden, your, your vice presidential running mate in the wake of the Minneapolis riots, shared a link to a bail fund, and it's still up. Why hasn't she taken that down knowing now that the bail fund, like in Massachusetts, has been used to, you know, get rapists out of jail? And people have been hurt by this. How come they didn't Absolutely. That? Great point. Not just I make a lot vice, of great points. Not just Kamala Harris, by the way, who supports the rioters who are ruining lives and, and, and tearing apart cities. That, that is a major problem. In fact, that might have been, and, and I think you've said it, might be the number one issue going into this debate. The number one issue should be what are we doing about this extremist left-wing movement that are tearing our cities apart? 13 members of Biden's campaign team, 13, have donated to that same fund. So his people are bailing people out who are, who are burning police precincts to the ground, burning auto zone, ruining you know, small businesses in inner cities. His people are bailing them out. And Chris Wallace thinks you know what? I got these guys, you know, I got them. Uh, I got a limited number of time. I'll ask about right-wing extremists. And will it's, you disavow it? Like talk about a meaningless thing. Is there anything more meaningless? And, and than Trump should stick two middle fingers up and say, disavow this, you stooge, you exactly. Biden stooge. And I, I'm, I'm, I, I was going to save this, but I'm very disappointed in Fox news. Let's just say, you know, I, I watch a lot of Fox news as do you, 
And not one person, not one from not even Tucker. Not even Tucker. I'm very disappointed in Tucker. He my money was on Tucker. I was hoping that, that somebody would Wallace. And they don't have to do, you know, they don't have to go to the to the extent that I have and, and ripping Chris Wallace. But are you telling me you can't express disappointment in your colleagues' performance? You can't do that if you're Sean Hannity or 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 Tucker Carlson or Greg Gutfeld. You can't say, let's just say Chris Wallace was not great. How about mm-hmm. that? Not great. Chris Wallace did this guy makes me, I mean, I, I would, I'm glad I don't see him in person. Cause I feel like I, I would just want to smack him. I mean, he makes me sick. Literally, I would love to see he, you snack Chris Wallace. That would I would like, I know he's an old man. I don't care. I'd like to just kick him in the nut. He, he did an interview with the New York times. I don't know if you've seen this Aiden. and the New York it. times. So that Fox news guy finishes this disgraceful performance and does an interview with the New York times and says, how disappointed he is with the president or in the whole debate, but he singles out the president and all the interruptions. If you want to talk about interruptions, let's just go over this quickly. Chris Wallace interrupted Trump 76 times. Do you know how many times he interrupted Biden? And probably not many. 15. He interrupted one guy 76 times, the other guy 15. Now, I realize that Trump is, you know, he's he's a loose cannon. He, You're right. He interrupted too often. He interrupts. I mean, my problem was he doesn't let Biden just embarrass himself. The way to let Biden embarrass himself is let him talk. He's not all there. He is, you know, he's he's a train wreck when he's put on the spot. And at times, Trump got in the way and didn't allow him to uh, to hang himself. That was disappointing. By but by any measure, Chris Wallace was rooting for one guy over the other, and then he sits down at the New York Times and says how disappointed he is. I'm disappointed. Everybody at Fox News, I'm disappointed in you. Just, you know, I know they're big. They're probably part of our big Facebook audience right now. Tucker's probably watching right now. I'm disappointed in you, Tucker. I'm disappointed in you, Gutfeld and Jesse Waters. You know Chris Wallace sucked. You know Chris Wallace carried water for for Biden, and you didn't have the guts to call him out. We're we're OAN. Is it OANN? We're OANN guys now? Is that where we are? I guess uh, that's all yeah, we got. I left. gotta get a t-shirt so I can trigger, you know. Actually, the... oh wait, no, we're Newsmax guy. Jerry's on Newsmax. Yeah, I'm a new, we're Newsmax. We're Newsmax people. That's right. I forgot. I, I guarantee you people on Newsmax uh called him out. Who's that? Greg Kelly, Sean Spicer's on Newsmax. They def- definitely called him out. I mean, get I, I pointed this out. It was not a bad tweet, if I must say so myself. I'm watching Fox News last night, waiting for someone to call out Chris Wallace. And do you know somebody finally did? Do you know who it who? was? Who? President Trump. They cut to his speech, his rally in Minneapolis, I mean, in uh, Duluth, and he starts ripping Chris Wallace. And there was nothing, you know, the Fox News suits or, or Paul Ryan or whoever is over there tried to, uh, trying to soften um, Fox News. Nobody could do anything about it. Trump was ripping Chris Wallace to this big rally in Duluth. It was great. It was finally, finally someone on that channel, on that network, ripped that Biden that somebody must have said something to Tucker. Like you can't, you can't right. rip your collar. Oh, no question. No question. He, 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 he's not afraid to rip anybody. Something happened there. It's sad, isn't it? Cause how can you, that was the general conservative talking point yesterday after the debate was like, Chris Wallace is a freaking disgrace an absolute joke. The way that was handled, you know, but again, I, why not? Why doesn't Trump just let Joe Biden hang himself? Like your strength is Joe Biden talking for long periods of time. You have Correct. no better weapon than that. 
Just let him talk. All right, today's episode brought to you by Flagship Wealth here with Dave McDonough. Again, Dave, can I make a dedication quick? Go for it. I dedicate this to the listener who tweeted at me that they hate that I do this interview with you. All right, is that okay? I don't know what they're talking about. All right, all right. Let's get a market update. We're going to do it every week. What went on in the market this week? Uh, Down three straight weeks as of the end of last week. Make it four this week, Dave. But we talked about this four weeks ago. Market was overheated, all-time high. This is important. This is the market pruning. Dave, you like that term? I love love the term pruning. Getting rid of the dead weight. So I think it's a great time. Long-term investors buy on dips. All right. Best in the business. Dave McDonough. Go to flagshipwealth.com slash retirement. Flagshipwealth.com slash retirement. He gives this type of advice and more each week in the captain's blog that he produces in video and in email form. Dave, so go on. You do both. Go on flagshipwealth.com slash retirement. Request the blog so you can get insight like this in your inbox every single week. Dave, thank you very much. Thank you, David. Securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA, SIPC. Here's where the, 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 um, I don't know what you want to call it, the campaign, and you can call it a conspiracy, but here's where this plot never ends, is what happens after the debate? Everyone blames Trump, even though Biden's the one that said, shut up, called him a fool, called him a liar, called him a clown. Everybody says it was all Trump's fault. So what's the solution? Give the moderator, this guy, Scott Scully, Steve Scully from C-SPAN, give him a dump button. So he's going to be like, you know, like Joe Zarbano. He's going to have a dump button in the next debate. Now, who do you think Steve Scully? Oh, I wrote this down. Steve Scully worked for, uh, he, uh, check this out, Aiden. You know what? Here's why our audience is growing on Facebook, because we're going to tell you things that you won't hear anywhere else. All right. Maybe it will on Newsmax. Maybe, maybe Cullinan's right. Maybe O-N-N, O-A-N, whatever it's called. And those, the hot chicks at O-A-N will tell you this. But Steve Scully, the next debate moderator in the town hall in two weeks, um, works for C-SPAN. You know who he used to work for? Who? Joe Biden. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm not kidding. This is a good... Slow day blog for Turtle Boy for uh, the TB Daily News because I'm not sure. Maybe Howie Carroll will pick this up. Hopefully, Howie will. He interned for Joe Biden. You know who else he worked for? Who? Ted Kennedy. Let me see. Hillary. Okay. <laughs> you thought Chris Wallace was a Biden stooge. You haven't seen anything yet. Why don't they just let Joy Behar moderate it so we can be done with the pretense? Why don't they just let let Chelsea Handler? Or or Rob Reiner do the, Why don't they have that? Have a three man moderator, Chelsea Handler, Rob Reiner, Hunter Biden. What do you think? That'd be great. And my question is like that. So that guy Daniel Dale, he's a big sensation of lefty. Yeah. Actually, Trump said this when he actually said this, and because he talks fast and he fact checks the president. Do they ever fact check Biden? Because he had some whoppers the other night, man. No, he, no they do not. And and he, uh, Dan Bongino put, just posted a uh, list of the best Biden lies. And I did my own lie. yesterday. We did it. it. It was incredible. And they're big ones, too. Like, I don't believe in the Green New Deal. It's on his website. Yeah. It says Joe or, Biden supports the like, Green New Deal. He, he kept pushing all the hoaxes that have been debunked, like the Charlottesville hoax. That has been debunked a billion times right now. The very fine people one. Um, you know, there, there's a few ones in there, uh, like the, um, I wrote a couple of them down. I go, I reference my Twitter, Jerry, but I'm, I'm banned. You're banned from, I'm banned. again, part of the whole plot. Stop yeah. people like Turtle Boy. Yeah. I don't like, what, what is their problem with me? I mean, I understand it's growing. Turtle Boy's, you know, it is what it is. But why do they want to, like, are you that you're that afraid of me? 
Well, what, what are they? What are they doing? You know what? They probably think you're a proud boy. So the proud boys, they they're probably banned from Twitter, right? Banned from Facebook, banned from PayPal, banned from everything. And Antifa, some- Antifa literally organizes their riots on Twitter and Facebook. Says, "Here, we'll meet here. You know, bring bring rocks, bring bricks. They do that." But proud boys, whoever they are, you know, they're banned from everything. Again, big tech is part of the whole plot to unseat Donald J. Trump. You are, yes. abs- I mean, but the list is on. There's a whole bunch of things. He said he didn't want to defund the police. He's on videotape saying he wants to defund the police. I can't imagine how frustrating it must be to be a, a Trump, like uh, like our guy, Tim Murtaugh. I don't know if you can get this, Cullinane, but Tim Murtaugh, he's part of the Trump campaign. We had him on the podcast. Very, very nice guy. Cool guy. He goes on with Jake Tapper. Jake Tapper cuts him off and literally hangs up on him because he starts listing all the racist things that that um, that Biden has done. And, and you and I know it, but they don't want the world to know it. He starts talking about him being uh, a close friend, Robert Byrd, eulogizing the grand cyclops of the KKK, talking about black kids as super predators in the streets. You know, uh, hell, you know who called him a racist? What, a couple months ago, a few months ago? Ooh. Kamala Harris called Trump oh, a racist. True. I but, forgot about that when, back when okay, Joe was oh, racist sh- last year. You're supposed to forget about that. We're not supposed to go there. But did you I, see I this? I haven't heard this yet. You want me to, want me to toss this yeah, in? Go ahead, play. This is Jake Tapper with our guy, Tim Murtaugh. And just keep in mind uh, how effective Murtaugh was. Jake Tapper hangs up on him on live TV. Biden, meanwhile, palled around with racist segregationist senators to prevent oh, the integration on. of schools. His own his own come running on. mate took him to task for that during a Democrat debate. If we're going to start talking, one, I did, obvious. of course. And that's, I, if we're going to start talking record, about, if we're going to talk about, that's fine. Records, if you want to talk about what records. Joe Biden was doing in the 1970s when he w- worked with segregationist it's senators, his, let's absolutely. talk about how have just in it. this election, have just in this election, have at it. He said that he believes that all black people think the same, and he said if you're not voting for him, and Black, then you ain't black. I'm not Chris that's Wallace. An actual, that's Thank an you, Tim. Fact. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. President Trump refused. So this Biden stooge, Jake Tapper, this this uh, Democrat operative with a press pass. Would they, would, do you hear the kid about his, his friend's daughter yeah. in Kansas City? that yeah, went, who, who ran to the bedroom crying, a sixth grader crying sixth grade. because Trump was rude. Yeah, we didn't play that yesterday. We got to play that. Yeah, yeah get that. Uh, but, but consider what he just did. He hung up on a Trump campaign manager. Uh, 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 campaign worker, uh, leader of Tim Murtaugh, his head of communications. Uh, Murtaugh was not swearing, was not yelling, was stating Biden's record and was talking about him a few months ago saying that all black people think the same, which he did, and saying, if you don't vote for him, you ain't black. So he's talking about something in the campaign that happened recently. And he said, I'm not Chris Wallace. What, what What? do you mean you're not Chris Wallace? Yeah, you're worse. You're both rooting. And he hangs up on him on live TV because the guy had the gall to mention Biden's record. That is, that is I'm telling you, that is frightening. It is so frightening. Here's the problem with the Republicans, Jerry, though. I mean, talk about a, a party of like appeasing cowards. Like, why do they always try to out left the left and like, you know, show that we're one of the go? And they never do this, by the way. They never do this. We got people like Tim Scott saying, well, I think he misspoke. I mean, this should be a unanimous thing from all right wingers. I mean, I even listened to my old friend Steve Robinson yesterday with your old friend, and they were on there saying, like, why couldn't he just say it? it's like, why are you my question is why are you falling for this? Why are you falling for this? Like, this is exactly what they want. Why couldn't he just disavow? Why couldn't it be this more this? It's like he did. He said, sure, that's sufficient. End of story. Stop 
doing what they want you to do. The, the question, the, what you should take out of this is not that Trump didn't disavow white supremacy, which is meaningless. It's that it was asked in the first place. Right. That and, should and, be the Republican and, a, and again, it's part of a larger orchestrated campaign. Yesterday on his little train tour, he went from one state to another, you know, it took like 10 minutes on a train. <clears throat> and it, if you're, there's nothing that, that, that screams, you know, uh, that, uh, that galvanizes the young voters like a train yeah, tour. Like, yeah, that was cool when Harry Truman did it in 1948. Yeah. <laughs> was was Babe Ruth with him? <laughs> I don't I mean, that was the first time Joe Biden voted, right? It was for Harry Truman. Yeah. But um, so yesterday, Biden is uh, excoriating Trump for not disavowing white supremacy. Again, part of a plan. That's what people, like you said, the right-wingers, Republicans who fall for this, what they don't understand. It's part of a plan. We know Trump is inarticulate. We know he could have done a better job answering the question. In my opinion, he could have said, go F yourself to Chris Wallace and you too, Biden. You know you guys have coordinated this. You know your hope and I'll step on my tongue. He did. He does that a lot. He said, stand down, stand by instead of, you know, I disavow. But he's disavowed him dozens of times, dozens, and it's all there. So if you are, you know, if you go to the right websites, if you follow the right people on Twitter, you could see his disavowing over and over and over again. <clears throat> it's it's all on record. Biden knows it. Chris Wallace knows it. You know, Steve Robinson knows it. But they, they fall into that little trap of saying he could have done a better job. Yes. But let's look at the bigger picture. Why are they asking? They're asking to so to link him with white supremacists and to take the heat off Biden, who will not disavow Antifa, the real terrorist threat. It, just in this le it legitimizes the insinuation that right. Trump needs to be asked that question. Yes, and that's the exactly. problem. And that's exactly what he should say. But he's not smart enough or articulate enough to say that. You know, right? That. And but they know he's not. So if, they, if it's a real smart, articulate guy, if it's you know Tucker Carlson, he will knock it out of the park. But they know Trump is Trump, like, so they know he's won't. Ben Shapiro or somebody like that just debate for Trump. Like somebody, you know what I mean? Somebody real sharp that just has you know all the who, facts. You know who would do a better job? Donald Trump Jr. He's much he better. He would do a better job. <laughs> he's combative. You know, he's a good fighter and he's more articulate than his father. But, you know, the the, the fact is that, they're, that, that they were hoping what happened Tuesday would happen. Biden didn't fall asleep and, and didn't wander off stage. And Trump... Uh, was Trump. And now they have this effort. Well, the, there was two things that, that would were possible. A, they would cancel the next debate or even the next two. That's not going to happen. B, they would give this uh, former Biden intern, Steve Scully, they would give him a buzzer or a, a dump button. So anytime Trump interrupts and says, you just, you know, will you pack the Supreme Court? Now they have complete control. Now they don't, you know, it's a town hall. We know how they've stacked those. We saw that one that Stephanopoulos did a couple of weeks ago. They stacked those easily. They bring in, you know, Biden supporters who lie and say they're undecided. And then they say, you know, why didn't you disavow the Proud Boys? It's a guarantee, a guarantee in the next debate that the Proud Boys or, you know, the KKK, which Trump just declared a terrorist organization, <laughs> the KKK, that, I think that's... Uh, uh, a good example of what you just said, right-wingers giving in, falling into this trap. Why is Trump declaring KKK? Why doesn't he just say the KKK, they don't matter anymore. They used to be, you know, they used to be the violent wing of the Democrat Party. Now they're irrelevant. 
They were really like me to like disavow minstrel shows and (laughs) other things that were popular 150 years ago. Disavow Al Jolson right now. Disavow disavow Al Jolson to blackface. That was awful. What's your stance on Al Jolson? You know that you know that cook uh, on the Three Stooges, the the black guy that was. Yeah. You must disavow him. Yes, right now and uh, all in the family. Disavow that. Disavow everything. Everything. Disavow Archie Bunker. Disavow. Disavow Blazing Saddles. Yeah, like things that literally don't, they're not prevalent. Like these, like my mother texted me yesterday. She's like, who are the Proud Boys? I'm like trying to explain it because this is in the news now. Like this has become mainstream. Nobody know who the hell the Proud Boys were 20 minutes ago. All they, there was like a free commercial for them. And, they're just and, a bunch of goons who show up and like to, like they, I, they're weird too. I mean, let's be, there's something weird about showing up to these Antifa things and like your military gear and like looking for a fight. A little bit weird, don't Well, I wouldn't you say that somebody's, I mean, this is the problem with Kyle Rittenhouse is if the mayor's and Ann Coulter has a great column on this. It was posted last night. I highly recommend it. She's like, coming around. Uh, but no, she likes the Proud Boys because they protect her. When she does speeches, like goes on a college campus, they serve as bodyguards for her because obviously – you know, Demo- the problem is Democrat mayors, and you know, we see it in Portland every night, Democrat mayors tell the police to stand down, literally, not stand by or stand up or stand off, stand down, which allows the violent uh, Antifa and Black Lives Matter rioters to have their way. That's what happens in Portland. That's what's happened in Seattle and Kenosha. And so at some point, someone like Kyle Rittenhouse says, I'm going to go defend these small businesses, these some black, white, Hispanic, whatever. I'm going to defend the guy who owns the uh, the tire store. So he was there to do that. And then they tried to kill him and he shot first and he's going to walk Scott free at some point. He's still in jail, by the way, he's still in jail, even though it's on videotape that he was in uh, shooting in self-defense. Where's and, the Minnesota bail fund? <laughs> that's a good question. Um, and we, his attorney announced that he's suing Biden now, which is great. He should. Biden called him a white supremacist uh, with no with no basis and you know, no no evidence. He's not a public figure. The, the bar is lower. I wish he would include Ayanna Presley in that suit. She called him a white supremacist terrorist, a 17-year-old who was on the ground and getting bashed over the head with a skateboard by one guy and another guy who pulled a gun on him and he shot first and it's couldn't have been can't be a clearer case of self-defense, but we'll see in the way this country's going right now. He'll so, probably get 50 years. I have an idea, Jerry, about how Trump can rebound and maybe woo some people and let, pull a move that nobody else saw coming. What if today he tweets out his condolences to Chrissy Teigen? Oh, Imagine that. Yeah, well, Imagine that. Well, I don't Go, think uh, because that's all mean, I see on Insta- social media right now is Chrissy Teigen. Well, your guy, Mark Dice, who's on Twitter, is a good follow, uh, points out what a creep Chrissy Teigen and John Legend are because they, if you missed it, they um, lost their baby. They, she was pregnant. She had a miscarriage. And they put on a little performance for the cameras and, and posted on inter- Instagram pictures of her inconsolable crying. How insane is that, that your reaction to a miscarriage Losing the baby that you already named, and the surprise was they named it something normal, Jack. Didn't you think they would name the baby like Sunshine or, or you know, or Flower or something? Anyway, they lose the baby, and immediately sh- first thought is let's put it on Instagram. That is a that is a little creepy. Yeah, let's put it like she like John Legend. Take a picture of me and make sure you use the black and white tint. This That's time. true. They like, use the black and white. <laughs> like let's you know make sure you got me like down. Like it, it's I mean it's so. 
this is yeah, everything that's wrong with fairness, social media. Like this is fairness, a perfect example of it. Well, that's to your point. Like that's consistent with how she lives her life, right? Any type of news, she's going out there and she's publishing it on Instagram. So just but because, isn't something aren't some things private? Isn't a miscarriage private? She, has, she has the right to do that. So what, what's the big deal? She I mean, you might didn't say she didn't have the right. right. I just said it's creepy. Can you post it up there? Can you put it up there for our uh, Facebook audience? It's very yeah. creepy. Yeah. It is, it's bizarre. And, but you're right. That's how she lives her life. And that's how some people live their lives. But Dice is just pointing out how he calls her a demonic creature. I don't know if she's a demon, but she's certainly a weirdo and a, uh, you know, a creepy person. And so is he, by the way, they threatened to move out of the country of Trump. If Trump wins mm-hmm. um, again, if he wins the election, strange because they just bought an $18 million house in LA. That was- Has any celebrity actually ever moved out of the country after, you know, a Republican wins? We could only be so lucky. Is that ever? <laughs> there she is posting from her hospital bed, half naked, crying. With I mean, that is, you don't think that's bizarre that she that's thought, so bizarre, I'll put that on Jerry. Instagram? That's supposed to be a private matter. I mean, something like Tragic. that happens, it's awful. Like, you know, a lot of people have been through that before, you know, and you just don't, it's okay if you want to talk about it. Like, it's perfectly normal. But when you're somebody with like millions and millions of followers like that, and you're Chrissy Teigen, you put it out there. I mean, you're doing it because nothing matters more to you than attention and likes and probably going through all the replies and seeing who, who has, who has replied to me and said, I, I love you. I'm here for you. Like who, like, that's all it turns. It's so vain. It's just so disgusting. Well, is there anything don't, more? Don't you think of the millions of followers that there's plenty of people that have gone through exactly what she went through and she was trying to just show that and show her support. Oh, you stop it, Dave. You are such a, I mean, honest to God, it's, 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 have you ever met anyone more contrarian than Cullinane? What? It's not, I, it's, this is how she lives her life. She puts everything out there. She tweets nonstop. She Instagrams every photo and she's just trying to say, hey, this is what I'm going through. If you're going through something like this, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. To me, the inevitable divorce because these things never work out with celebrities. So is she going to do that too? She, uh, yeah. it, she it, what is her claim to fame? Like she's a model. model? She, she was like a uh, for a while. She, I mean, she was probably number two under Giselle for a decent amount of time. Really? Because I don't see it. I mean, I hate to pick on someone in this, you know, kick them when they're down, but I don't see it. Does that? Does she look like a supermodel to you? No. Oh, when she first came out, she was an absolute missile. <laughs> when she well, first, she's, and she's not, a product of social media. She was one of the first people to be very well, unlike yeah. unlike me. She's just not aging well, I guess. But you know, talk about narcissism. What's more narcissistic than thinking if I don't get my way in this election, I'm going to move to wherever to Mexico or to Canada or to Europe? Who would care? I mean, first of all, isn't John Legend a singer? Yes. Yes. Okay. So what does it matter where he lives? Isn't she an Instagram model or whatever? What does it matter whether they live in LA or London? It doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't. They do the same thing. That benefit people like them. (laughs) That's what it it doesn't matter at all. They're still the same people doing the same thing. So what's the threat? There is not. That they'll take their tax, you know, the tax revenue away from California. Good. Um, By the way, after uh, on a debate night, um, Massive, a bunch of people, Google said, like millions of people uh, tweet, uh, searched on how to leave the country and how to get a uh, – and there's a big line. There's a picture of this line in New York for passports. It's like a 1,000 people in line to get a passport. Massachusetts was the number one state in the country that Googled how to apply for Canadian citizenship. But again, you, you're going to – first of all, Massachusetts is controlled by you know hard left 
liberals, Charlie Baker, Marty Walsh, Ayanna Presley. I mean, the whole Ed Markey. I mean, you have the, the, the craziest moon bats in the country representing you. Why would someone from Massachusetts want to move to Canada? Good question. I mean, what, what's Trump going to do to you in, you know, that he hasn't already done? First of all, that's going to make you want to leave the state and leave the country. Are these just stupid people? It's a good point. I mean, we pretty much already do live in a uh, socialist paradise in Massachusetts, it's not <laughs> the rest of the country. I mean, does it get any more left? I mean, can you pick a country in Western Europe that's more leftist than Massachusetts? I don't think so. I mean, maybe they're similar, but but what do you not have? I mean, you don't. You can get an abortion anytime you want. You you have mass health. You know, you have high taxes. I mean, you have. Uh, it's like a socialist dream, isn't it? Meaning you have crazy people like Ayanna Presley speaking for you, representing you. So why would you want to move to Canada? Yeah, you got lockdowns. You got you got yeah, yeah, lockdowns. Right. (laughs) You got five thousand restaurants out of business. You have you know shopping areas that are like ghost towns. You've got you know um, um, a governor that finds you for dancing at weddings or you know standing too close to to someone else. Injection zones. Did you see they shut down a restaurant? in Boston last week or, or over the weekend, no, last week probably, because the people in line outside for takeout were standing too close to each other. Yes. <laughs> so somebody in the city, a city government, I think it was, the, yeah, it had to be the city, is going around like measuring how close you stand to the person in front of you in line. That, that is frightening. I mean, and, and people, people want to continue that. And if we don't continue that, they want to leave. <laughs> I mean, go for it. These anyway, are- you see, not to get off topic of Jerry, just Somerville the other day shut down their, their biggest, uh, that's kind of near you. So like uh, Davis square, you know where that is in Somerville. Yes. So they, they, they shut it down to write black lives matter uh, the other day. Uh, what was it? Friday. I think they did this. And some people have sent me in pictures, Jerry, they used the wrong paint. And the whole thing's wearing off now. <laughs> Good. It was like a, and you know who's benefiting from this? Ironically, the cops, because they're getting all the overtime to shut down Davis Square. And they're the only ones profiting off of this. I pulled into um, some, I think I was turning around in some, Somerville uh, town, uh, City Hall like three years ago, I think, or four years ago. And they had a Black Lives Matter banner. And I looked up and said, what the hell is that? They're way ahead of the curve. Oh. They were they were I flying the writing about them. I stopped writing about Somerville because it's like, yeah, let me guess. Something fucking crazy happened in Somerville right. again. Like Joe Curtatoni went and took the next step in crazy land. Yep, shocking. Yeah, they have a mayor, if you know I'm familiar with Somerville, Curtatoni, whose goal is it to out crazy every other municipality. So if somebody does something, you know, bans something, whatever, plastic straws, you name it, bans this, he will say, I'll do that and do you one better. That's his goal. That he will his goal is to be the last city in the country to open up, you know, open up restaurants, gyms, whatever. He wants to remain locked down. There's no science behind it. He just wants to be the biggest, the most fanatical tyrant in the country. And he usually succeeds. You know, he's usually, I mean, he he wants to like give every illegal alien, not just like drivers, like give him cars. I mean, he doesn't, he just wants to take everything to the to the most absurd level, and he and he generally succeeds. But um, um, the, the see, I'm, I don't think I'm going to be able to handle. So you're you're better at this, Turtle Boy. You just got banned, suspended from Twitter, and you don't and you just take it in stride. Just say, "Yeah, they got me again." I I I, I know. I think of these things that they're doing to us, and I worry. 
I guess I worry more than you what they're going to do, not to us, but to our children and grandchildren. The and what can you do though? You got to be optimistic. You just got to keep fighting, Jerry. Like I got, I had a Facebook page at one hundred twelve thousand followers. When when I lost that three years ago, I'm like, we're done. Like this is like most of my views came from sharing on Facebook and stuff like that. Like they're gonna kill me. But if you if you people will find you. If you if you if people if you create content that people want, they're gonna come to you, Jerry. But you, you would admit you would admit that it's kind of scary. This the cancel culture, oh, the control. Much. It is a little scary. And and again, we mentioned you know how the Proud Boys can't have you know be on Twitter or can't be, and and you know and th- I mean hell, there's a there's a woman as you well know running for Congress in Florida, who is not allowed an email account because big tech shut her down so much. Laura Loomer, she, she might win. She might be in Congress. Yeah. Consider this. She might be in Congress and she will not have an email account because big tech, she can't be on Twitter. She's banned, correct, from Facebook, Twitter, um, PayPal, everything. But she can't even email. <laughs> she could yeah. be in Congress. Because, that I is mean, going to be fascinating. Eventually, somebody has to sue. I mean, I guess you can't. I mean, I'd say somebody should sue them. But obviously, since it's it's not happening so i'm i mean legal minds will tell you that it's impossible they have immunity they can they can get by anything i mean my solution is i mean talk about leftist i think personally twitter and facebook should be nationalized jerry nationalized well they almost are you think if uh, president biden controls uh if biden wins no, like, what's the they, difference this is the one kind of company they want privatized because that way they can systemically ban conservatives right if it was not na- and people are worried well then the government's going to censor you no 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 then you then if the government owns it then they can't then it has to be based on the first amendment they can't violate your civil rights by keeping oh sure you they can i think it'd be no different but no, no. you can't and well then you can go to your local courthouse and you can file for an injunction you can get back on while they're litigating it it could happen it could happen that's the only way and i just think that like you need you can't have multiple social media like you can't have 10 different social media companies competing you need a place where everybody's at and right now that's twitter and facebook it's the places where everybody's at you can't dilute it with a bunch of companies so you have to have one monopolies are necessary for social media and why should it be privately owned why should we give a private company all that power just give it to the government just and say everybody's on you could say whatever the hell you want if you don't like it don't come on it is it is frightening i mean you like Every day I, I, I get on Twitter and I have fewer followers and they just take followers away and every day and a bunch of, and I see a bunch of conservatives that they, they all say the same thing. You see them on Twitter saying, well, I lost, you know, 500 followers today. The Democrat liberals don't have to worry about that. They just get followers and they don't they never the same take them time, away. Like, think about, I mean, I was one of your followers. You've lost one. You probably have a lot of people like that who you're just losing because they're getting kicked off. <laughs> right. It is, it is a, a scary time, but Back to the election and the the big plot, my big conspiracy, and why they're diverting, deflecting, why they want you talking about proud boys and election integrity. The question, again, and you pointed it out, you were right, the question was about stacking the court. And Biden and, and Kamala Harris will not answer it. The media doesn't care. Nobody cares that they will not answer it because we know the answer. The answer is yes. They want to add Supreme Court justices they will be hard left liberals. They'll be, you know, 40 years old. They'll be on the court for 40 years. And 
On top of that, they want statehood in Puerto Rico, statehood in D.C. That's four more Democrat senators. They want control. Yeah, I got a for, solution for that, Jerry. For decades. I got a solution. Anyway, but here's that. to it's me the East fright- Montana, Jerry. East Montana. <laughs> you know, if they start pulling that shit, that's when we go with you know North Wyoming. We can do it. What too. do you mean we? They're going to control if they win. If they uh, take do it now, the, preempted. If they take control of the Senate and the White House, they could do these things. They get get rid of the filibuster for everything. They're going to get. Uh, they're going to stack the court. We know that they you won't know what answer. Trump should do if he wins re-election: stack the court. Right. Like, I don't understand why that's a one-way thing. I don't. Understand. Right. Like, why are we talking about it? And, and why are we should, like threatening to stack, stack the, court? the court? He should add two. You know, thirty-year-old hard-right Republicans put Ben Shapiro on the Supreme Court. Yeah. He'll be on there for forty years. But that's. But you say this all the time. You you. And you are right. They fight dirty. We don't. They fight dirty. And we have people like Tim Scott saying, boy, I wish he would uh, denounce the, the Proud Boys instead of like saying, who the hell are the Proud Boys? Who cares? Exactly. It's exactly. just we don't fight dirty like they do. You know, Schumer and Pelosi, the, they are dirty fighters. They we don't have the morning the- email. They have the morning email with right. all the talking points. We don't get that. They have the morning email that goes to all the members of Congress, the Senate, CNN, ABC, NBC, New York Times, Washington Post. They all get the same email. They all say the same things. That's why when people got afraid of defunding the police, the next day, they all said, we want to reimagine policing. They make up a word, reimagine policing, because they are told to do that by their leaders. But the average person, if they knew, the average voter knew that Biden's goal, Kamala Harris's goal, is to stack the court, add two justices, to add four senators, to take complete control of every branch. And by the way, the Supreme Court wouldn't be what we think it is now. It would be a political arm, you know, of the executive branch. It would be, you know, they would be a re- uh, they would be a reliable liberal majority, and things would never be the same. At least not in my lifetime. Probably not yours. They would never be the same. No one knows. I mean, I, Biden knows it. Obviously, you know, Chris Wallace knows it. All the Biden supporters know it. But the average person in Wisconsin or Minnesota, do they know that? Do they know what Biden has planned? What um, Biden? Biden's no, just because Chris Wallace wouldn't ask the question and wouldn't force him to answer it. That would have been super helpful. No, that's the greatest question in this uh, campaign, in this debate, in these debates would be. Uh, and Trump asked it. And what happened when Trump asked it? Biden said, shut up. And, and and Chris Wallace said, stop, Mr. President, stop interrupting. Again, we played it already. If you haven't seen it, look at it again. It's amazing. He asked about stacking the court, about changing the Supreme Court. And Biden's plan, which was the plan all along, was to look in the camera and tell people to go out and vote. They will not answer this very important question. And obviously the media won't make them because they're because on it's a board. Game for them, Jerry, they're just right. trying to win the game. It's like, just vote. Like that is their, literally their whole platform is vote, vote early, register, get the mail in, vote, 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 vote. Doesn't matter. Don't ask what we stand for. Just vote. It, that, that is always so stupid. The NBA you now says all their guys are signed up to vote. The, you know, football, the NFL saying they're going to use the stadiums as voting places. It's not get out and vote. It is all, the get out and vote is always get out and vote for our guy. That's the whole thing. It's not vote. It's vote for our guy. My right. plea on election day is always don't vote. If you don't care enough to go to the polling place, to wait in a little line, to do the research and the referendum questions, stay home. Yeah. Don't negate, nullify my vote if you don't know what you're doing and you don't really want to do this. 
You know what? I think we have too many people voting. We should have fewer people voting. I can, I'm fully on board with the too many people voting thing. I don't want to go full, like, you know, literacy test. It's got too many, you know, Jim Crow links. Like you don't want to go there, but no, but I say, like say you had to write in the name of the candidate's name and spell it right. Would you be okay with that? I could do that. Maybe. Yeah. I could okay. Do so you have that. to be able to spell Joe Biden to vote for Biden. Yeah. That wouldn't be a bad idea. Yeah. I, mean, I could do that. Or just think, like make him wait and like people talk about lines. Like, first of all, if you have lines at your polling place, that means it's run by idiots. It's not Trump's fault. Right. Secondly, it, it should be, you know, take it a little seriously. Like, who cares? It, it's a civic duty. Third, if you wait in line for 20 minutes, that's okay. Did you know that Shea Concrete has been offering technical engineering semar- seminars for professional development credit at their Ames Mary headquarters since January 2018? Well, now these continuing education opportunities are brought to the industry virtually through the Precast podcast platform. I've been telling you about the Precast podcast, the best podcast in the Precast business. It's the only one, but it's good. And you can get credit just by listening. Although nothing can take the place of the in-person training, the virtual education offering to the Precast podcast are a close second. Shake Concrete Products is committed to supporting two educational-based podcast episodes per month at no cost to attendees. Multiple credit hours can be earned. How easy is that? You don't get credit for the Callahan podcast. You get credit when you listen to the Precast podcast. Are you a septic or wastewater professional in Mass or New Hampshire? Contractors, installers, engineers, or job site inspectors who need to earn professional CECs to keep up their certification or license should check out Shea's precast podcast technical engineering seminars. Uh, in the podcast, the precast podcast is not all technical. Listen and find out more about the company's process, products, employees, and so on. There's even an episode featuring me brother-in-law of uh, Greg, the guy who runs Shea Concrete. Shea Concrete Products is not only the lead supplier in the precast concrete industry, but they also deliver a robust technical education platform. With over seven years of experience in operation as a family-owned and operated business, Shea has become New England's premier precaster. Whether it's sun or rain or snow, doesn't matter. Shea Concrete Products is always on the go, and they will drive that extra mile to be your trusted precast concrete product partner in New England and beyond. Check them out, shayconcrete.com. Uh, we thought this would happen you know, 10 minutes after the two officers, uh, the two sheriff's uh, deputies in L.A. got shot in the face. We thought they would catch that shooter like 10 minutes later. They didn't. They finally caught him yesterday. They, they caught already him had him. Because he, he, <laughs> he was already in custody uh, for another uh, violent crime. But they got him now, and we haven't seen him yet. I, I want to know if he's, he looks as squatty in his mugshot as he did in that video. He looks as, as, as round. Uh, but this guy, this is going to be interesting. And maybe we'll hear nothing from him. Maybe we'll just see a mugshot, and that'll be it. But what if he is, you know, committed, you know, Black Lives Matter activist, kind of like the guy in Dallas uh, five years ago, um, uh, four years, what, uh, how long ago was that? Five years ago, who shot the f- four and a half years ago, who shot the five cops in Dallas, who was a committed Black Lives Matter activist. Wasn't a big deal, you know, uh, nothing to see here. We're, we're back to the Proud Boys. But is that going to be, is this going to be big or is this just going to be another, you know, guy was uh, the lone, lone gunman? The guy was, uh, Oh, of course, that's the way he doesn't represent Black Lives Matter, Jerry. The only people that represent Black Lives Matter are the peaceful ones, the woke ones, the nice ones. The second they do something ratchet or, you know, riot or loot, they're no longer 
They're magically no longer in the club. Don't you get that? They're, they've been revoked. Right. It is. Uh, I mean, I'm be curious to obviously he's going to have to appear in court. He's going to have to give a plea. I'm be curious to see how much we learn about him because you're not going to see him more evil. I mean, all he does is come up and shoot them in the face and run away. He didn't get anything out of it. He doesn't get any, any money that he's not getting. He's not resisting arrest. He just shoots him in the face and runs away. I, I mean, I, I assume that uh, they'll, they'll be, he'll have a lawyer talking to somebody, telling somebody why he did it. They're just going to say he just doesn't like cops. Is that the whole motive? They asked the, the cops, the police spokesman yesterday, why did he do it? And he said, I don't know. He just hates cops. <laughs> we think he just hates cops. Is he on, um, what's his name? Should we look? Is he on Facebook? Uh, oh, that's right. That's your. <laughs> I, bet he's got, I bet she's got some posts if he is. Uh, his name is Denante. De, uh, I'll Good get it. De, De, Deontay something. I mean, it's, uh, uh, I'll get the name. Okay. I, I want also want your guy, um, your BU guy, the, uh, the, uh, critical race theory. Kin, Kin, what's Kenda. his name? Uh, Dr. Kem, Kemba, Kemba, whatever. Kemby. No, whatever the hell his name is. <laughs> Kendi, Kendi. Kendi. Yeah. There's another story about Kendi. And I know these, they set you off these stories. Um, he went down to, oh, I'll get the story. He went down to Virginia for one day and got $45,000 to teach kids how racist all white people are. Kendi, I mean. Did you know he I, spoke at Newton? Uh, I did not. You, you, I mean, I wonder how much the taxpayers paid for that. Maybe I'll have to find out. Um, you have uh, blogged about him in the past, correct? About that, Yes, I have recently. I mean, it's the greatest grift going. It's the greatest uh, scam going. He 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 gets like he did a he did a Zoom call, like a one day conference, a couple of weeks ago on from sitting in Boston, and got twenty grand. <laughs> 20. Not a bad life I mean, for an impressed guy. He's, he gets like Barack Obama money for making a speech. I'm gonna get the I'm gonna get the latest. Uh, you know what would kill his business, Jerry? Just kill his business. A lack of racism. Like if racism stopped tomorrow, what would people like that do for a living? It's it's a good do? question. That's he's no different in that regard than Al Sharpton or. Yeah, uh, no, it's right. I've been I token this like five years ago. Racism industrial complex. It is the same thing. It is big business. It employs millions and millions of people. If you, the second it goes away, our economy collapses. We like racism is necessary for our freaking economy, sadly, because it employs so many leftists. Um, if if it rapes, racist one, this guy would have to be, you know, get a real job, right? I mean, it, that's why they have to t- take it to another level and say, you need us to come into your school or come into your business. And tell you how all you white people are racist and you must apologize to all the people of color. And, you know, they did it to the military. This guy, I don't know how much BU pays him, but he is a multimillionaire. And I know he wrote that book that people, that executives and companies are forced to read. Um, But you're right. He can never, not only can he not say there's no racism, Aiden, he can never even say the situation's getting better. You know, he can never say, Things have improved. You know, you really don't need me to lecture you today. It's um, it's quite a scam. I guess I should respect it. You know. Yeah, I mean, got. I mean, at the same time, it also gives us something to talk about. We're in on the racism industrial complex too. No, 
uh, I guess, uh, yeah, I, you Google him and you see 20,000 here, 45,000 there. I mean, this guy just makes uh, a fortune. I bet he drives like a big, nice car and has a has a big, expensive place in like on top of the Ritz or something. I mean, he, that would be an interesting thing to look at how much he is pulling in. But uh, Really good timing for a new book. He looks like he's got a new book out next week. Oh, does he? Yeah. yeah, good timing. What's it called? Let me, uh, guess. It's, let me guess. He decides to write a novel about, you know, uh, the, the the Wild West or something. Gone off off topic a little bit. Uh, it is called uh, Be Anti-Racist. Yes. Oh, yeah. Jesus. How original. A journal for awareness, reflection, and act and action. Be uh, Well, I can't wait. That sounds like a page turner. Um, but, uh, and he's right here, right here in Boston. Um, anyway. Anyway, seven. What did you predicted the over last time the debate, 2016, Trump versus Hillary was 84 million. You convinced me that it was going to bring in a number that big, and you were wrong, and I was wrong. The total number of viewers Tuesday night, 73 million. Still an unbelievable number. Okay. But here's the most interesting factoid: is the number went up. Uh, as the you know, all the people said they turned it off or ran in the bedroom crying, they couldn't take it anymore, and it was torture watching this. We're all full of crap, by the way. It was very entertaining. The number went up or at least remained steady from the beginning to the end. I think the number at the end was higher than the number at the beginning, so people did not turn it off, they lied, they stuck with it. But 73 million, I think, is the second. Is that number two all time? Number one by far was, um was Trump Hillary. And there's a reason for that. People hated Hillary and they, they don't, they don't really hate Biden. They should, but they don't. So yeah. 73 million. And after the debate, Trump, um, Biden's team cranked out an ad immediately with, uh, with all the Charlottesville stuff and started selling a t-shirt that said on it, will you shut up, man? That they said, he said it to the president yeah. and he was so embarrassed by the tone of the debate. Then he made a T-shirt and immediately started selling it, saying, shut up to the president. Listen here, fat. <laughs> it's, it's one big yeah. game to these people, and yeah. everybody's, not everybody, lots Speaking of Speaking of games, I got to go, the teachers' union's playing games with me, so I got to go do remote okay, learning. Okay, you go, you go uh, do a little remote learning. I don't know what, what he did there, but uh, maybe his kid did. Uh, anyway. That was terrible. You could check him out at tbdailynews.com. You you could follow him on Twitter, but right now he's suspended. Uh, I don't even know why. That was my time to shine. I was gearing up to to do a monologue for a good 10 minutes right there. That was my what, time. Would you talk about wrestling? Did no, you talk I, about wrestling? I, Did you I talk about gear, barstool? I was gearing up to talk about uh, masks, uh, mask wearing in the NFL and uh, all the draft picks that are going to be eliminated because people are wearing their mask wrongs in the, uh, this, this weekend in the NFL. I know. I, they, come out. Don't they have to find... Uh, Belichick at some point, his mask is always on. One why week was like, why does he purposely have to do things to just like look like an asshole? I don't, I don't understand. At heart, he's a rebel, and he does not like being told what to do. That's why when he goes to the Super Bowl, he breaks all the rules, and when he does that, uh, sits down at a table, you know, then to talk to the media, he never does it the way he's supposed to do it, and that's why he wears the old ratty sweatshirts. He does not want to conform. conform. He's like, just not his style. You can't just wear like one of those hospital masks. You have to wear the like peak, whatever that bird looking thing is on his face. Like I don't under, I, I truly don't understand. Plus this. he knows, he knows it's all 
bull. It's yeah. crap. It doesn't really matter. He's outside. He tested negative. Everyone around him tested negative. The NFL has its first test, as we know, a bunch of Tennessee Titans tested positive, and they're postponing the game. And you know what most fans are thinking? Excellent. We're going to have another Monday night game, or maybe even oh, a Tuesday, Tuesday. Monday, Monday afternoon or Tuesday afternoon game. And people are like, Oh, cool. We get an extra game, another game to but watch. Then does, like, does, I didn't see any commentary on this. Do they end up like switching the Sunday night game? No, because then the two no. teams, somebody's screwed up. Yeah, they no, just, it's just one team that, you know, they'll, they'll, you know, whatever, isolate the guys. Most of them are asymptomatic. Um, it might spread through the team, but they'll do what, you know, the colleges have done. Remember when it was a huge deal? Remember when, when the Miami Marlins, everyone, oh, they can't start the season. The Miami Marlins, three guys have the virus. Yeah. Aren't they in the playoffs now? Yes. Yeah. I, th- yeah. I thought they were going to shut down the entire thing. Right. Right. Well, they in that didn't. Yeah. And, and it's a good thing they didn't. It would have made no sense. But yeah. uh, um, it's going to just going to be an extra game. We'll see how they handle it. We'll see if it spreads to other teams. But it is uh, not, you know, they finally have an issue. They finally have a challenge. We'll see how they handle it. I think they're going to come out fine. And just like colleges, just like baseball teams have, have dealt with it, they've been fine. These guys aren't going to die. Everyone knows that. Unless. Some overweight old coach gets it, like Andy Reid. There's no reason to worry about anyone in the NFL. But yeah, we'll have to uh, we'll keep an eye on some of those uh, Newton Needham people who had a problem with BC football last week and see if they have a problem this they, week. Shouldn't they have just? Shouldn't that a person just sent a tweet for every NFL team that won over the weekend? Like the videos of the Patriots with Matthew Slater and his uh, you know little pump up speeches after the game. None of them are wearing masks. It, it, it is amazing that the woman who's a city councilman in, in uh, Newton was very upset that the BC not that they played that they celebrated in the locker room. They jumped around like and, and hugged each other. Every one of those kids tested negative. They're college kids. Even if they get the virus, lady, it's not going to be a big deal. They'll be fine. They will isolate. They will not go home and see their grandparents. It is amazing that people in public office, public officials still don't understand the problem. It's they still think that college kids, 19, 20-year-old healthy college kids in great shape, are somehow going to die if they don't mask up and socially distance. They're playing football. They're testing negative. Good for them. They should. Everyone should be playing football. But we don't have to do this again. It's just amazing how stupid people like this, this, this foolish woman are. And I guess next week, if they win, they're supposed to like, you know, not like shake hands and hug each other, even though yeah. they're all tested negative. I mean, what's, and she'll what's be happy. Really- What's really the difference between them all jumping up and down in the locker room like that, or them just sitting down next to each other in lockers? Like, what's what's the difference in that scenario? Is there just is no talking? difference. What's the difference in them playing, standing on the sideline, in the locker room, in the in the shower? They're all not socially distancing. They're not wearing masks. They're not positive. They don't have the virus. They get tested constantly. Oh, it's just maddening. Don't get me going on this. Don't get me going on this. Anyway. Um, uh, well, thanks to uh, Turtle Boy. Thanks to everybody. Thanks to Shake Concrete and Allied Paving and DCU. And thanks to all our Facebook uh, live viewers. Yesterday, we had 50,000 views. I don't know if we're going to reach that number today. It was a big post debate um, bump. But uh, what are we going to do about this? Are we going to start, you know, like. I guess we have to start like focusing on Facebook to some degree. You think I got to put a little effort into it, I guess, or just yes, in general, I put some effort into it. Tell them to go to Shake Concrete, telling them to, uh, yeah, 
you know, buy Raycons and all that. Yeah, I should probably, yeah, we'll, we'll get on this. We'll get on. I had to manually invite all the new people to like our page. I had to, I had to click invite to a thousand people on my, on my phone yesterday to like our page on Facebook. How hard is it to get banned? I mean, if we say things like, you know, obviously if you say that, you know, if you say the virus isn't a big deal or the kids don't get the virus, am I going to get banned? Cause I'm not Uh, following, I'm not saying what the world health organization wants. That's what they do. Is that what Turtle Facebook Boy, does? Turtle Boy is the expert on that one. So that's true. Turtle, we should have asked Turtle Boy. Turtle Boy, who, by the way, made three appearances out of the four shows this week. So big week for Turtle Boy. Big yeah, week. I know. And he's uh, he needs it, man. He's kicked off Twitter. Yep. And you're right. He is the expert. And it doesn't. He, he just takes it in stride. I give him credit. He just takes it in stride. He yep. says, yeah, I'll be back. They booted me off uh, Twitter for, for a while. He's suspended, it says, right? Not yes. banned for life. Yep. And on, and on to the next one. On to the, on next, to the one. next one. By the way, the the Rock just tweeted out the the uh, XFL is coming back. Hold on, uh, t- oh, 2022. Never mind. I thought he was like making a push for next. I hate year. the Rock now. I hate him. He, you know, said he's a moderate and a centrist, and he's endorsing Kamala Harris, the most liberal senator, and endorsing Joe Biden, who's just a front man for Bernie Sanders and AOC. Uh, screw the Rock. I'm Spring. never going to watch one of his movies again. Spring. I don't know. If, I don't know if I've ever watched one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you've watched. Come on. There's, there's I don't so remember a rock, a memorable rock movie. The one he did with uh, Mark Wahlberg, I think I watched. I think uh, I oh, the was that the one the other guys? He was in that for like five no, minutes? No, no. It's with, uh, they're like on steroids. They're all jacked up. Uh, I you're, you're supposed to know this. Yeah, I, well, I, I, yeah, I don't know that movie. I forget that movie. I know the one that he was in where he was a cop with Mark Wahlberg. And he was in it for like five seconds with Samuel Jackson. Yeah, well, that's um, Will Ferrell, right? Uh, yeah, him and Wolf. Yes, that's right. The other guys. Are yeah, that's sad. Yeah. All right. All right. Anyway, thanks, Conan, and thanks to everybody for listening and watching on, uh, on Facebook Live. I appreciate it. Uh, this is the Callahan Podcast. I'm Jerry Callahan, and we will talk to you again real soon. Why am I stopping? You, no one else stops. I don't. I, can I go home? The Jerry Callahan Podcast.